Our summaries this week contain two cases on civil procedure, both from the Arkansas Court of Appeals. The first is Wright v. Wright, 2023, ARC App 512. The Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed a final order of protection despite untimely challenges to a lack of service of process. Defendant's first attorney agreed to jurisdiction in his continuance motion. Defendant obtained new counsel and filed an affidavit saying that defendant never agreed to waive service, but this was unavailing. Judge Gladwin explained, Mootness. This appeal was not moot, despite expiration of the order of protection, because of the collateral consequences affecting defendant. Quote, Here, the one-year final order of protection was entered on August 26, 2001, and expired on August 24, 2022. However, pursuant to our holding in Poland v. Poland, 2017 ARC App 178, Jeremy's appeal of the expired final order of protection is not moot due to the adverse collateral consequences that attend a finding of domestic abuse. Waiver of Challenges to Personal Jurisdiction On August 26, the court entered a final order of protection for a one-year period, effective until August 24, 2022. On September 20, the court entered an order denying Jeremy's motion for reconsideration or, in the alternative, motion to dismiss for lack of personal jurisdiction. Mercer filed an entry of appearance on behalf of Jeremy on June 24, 2021. Therein, Mercer instructed the court and opposing counsel to copy him with any and all future communications in this case. Additionally, Mercer filed a motion to continue the June 29 hearing, stating that he had been retained on June 24 and Jeremy was unable to attend the hearing due to work. Importantly, Jeremy asserted in the motion that the circuit court had jurisdiction over the parties. It is well established that service of valid process is necessary to give a court jurisdiction over a defendant. However, the defense of personal jurisdiction may be waived by the appearance of the defendant without raising an objection. End of quote. This was a one brief appeal. End of decision. Our second civil procedure case is Arfay MLKSS LLC versus Washme Holdings LLC, 2023, ARC App 518. The Arkansas Court of Appeals considered an exceedingly complex appeal over breach of contract claims, which is fact-intensive, but one point of general interest is a trial court's consideration of an amendment to pleadings in a summary judgment proceeding. In this case, there was an abuse of discretion, so the Court of Appeals reversed in part. Judge Hickson explained, quote, By its order, the Circuit Court only gave the McLean LLC's one week to file a second amended counterclaim and third-party complaint, and an additional five days to attend a hearing on the previous pending motion for summary judgment that was filed back on October 20, 2020, and any other pending motions. The McLean LLCs timely filed its amended pleading on the last day, May 13, 2021. The second amended counterclaim and third-party complaint contain new allegations for breach of contract in Count 1 and new allegations and supporting documentation of fraud in Count 2. 
The circuit court thereafter filed a notice on May 18, 2021, that the hearing scheduled on the motion for summary judgment to dismiss the fraud counterclaim for failure to provide evidence of the essential elements of the claim had been reset for May 24, 2021. By ordering a hearing on the pending motion for summary judgment filed on October 20, 2020, only 11 days after the filing of the second amended counterclaim and third-party complaint, the court effectively abbreviated the procedure for summary judgment motions. The Fitch LLCs and the Fitches did not have the opportunity to file an answer or other response of pleading to the new allegations and new evidence. In turn, the McLean LLCs did not have the opportunity to reply to any new arguments, such as race judicata, that the Fitch LLCs or the Fitches may have raised. Similarly, the Fitch LLCs and the Fitches did not have the opportunity to file an amended motion for summary judgment or amended motion to dismiss addressing the new evidence and new allegations contained therein and supply the court with an amended statement of uncontested material facts. And it follows that the McLean LLCs did not have the opportunity to address any new arguments, such as race judicata, in an amended response. Instead, the circuit court ruled on a motion for summary judgment that was filed seven months before the final amended pleadings, a motion to dismiss that was filed 12 months before the final amended pleadings, and an oral motion to dismiss made at the hearing without any notice. Moreover, the previously filed motion for summary judgment and motions to dismiss did not address some of the issues created or evidence presented in the new amended pleading. It is clear from a review of the amended pleadings and the transcript from the hearing on May 24, 2021, that new issues and new evidence were raised in the second amended counterclaim and third-party complaint that were not addressed in the previously filed motions. The Fitch LLCs and the Fitches did not file an answer to the second amended counterclaim and the amended third-party complaint prior to the hearing. The Fitch LLCs and the Fitches have neither admitted nor denied the new allegations nor responded to the new evidence. Similarly, the Fitch LLCs and the Fitches have neither filed a new or amended their statement of uncontested material facts nor made new arguments. We also note that the Fitch LLCs and the Fitches raised a new affirmative defense at the hearing in the form of race judicata, which the attorney for the McLean LLCs candidly admitted he was not prepared to defend. When taken as a whole, it is apparent from the record that this matter was not in the appropriate posture for disposition. Perhaps we blame it on COVID-19 and the steadfast attempts to maintain the court's docket in the midst of the pandemic. Regardless, the abbreviated schedule deprived the McLean LLCs of their ability to meet proof with a proof and defend against the motions. The second amended counterclaim and third-party complaint contained new and relevant allegations and evidence that required a timely response. Therefore, we reverse the dismissal of the second amended counterclaim and third-party complaint and remand this matter to the circuit court for proceedings consistent with this opinion. End of quote. End of decision.